Hello, Cancer friends. I'm Annie Botticelli, and welcome to my Cancer May 2023 Astrology Horoscope Forecast. I'm calling the theme of this month for Cancer's financial freedom, and I'll talk about all the layers as to why I'm saying that. And of course, there's so many more topics to discuss with our very rich, complex series of starry alignments. This is for you if Cancer is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Cancer placement that you're watching for. What we're going to talk about is for you at least is part of your astrological picture. And if you are a very late degree friend, so birthdays around July 15th through the rest of the sign, or cancer placements around 23 degrees through the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my Leo report, because both the cancer and Leo reports will have pieces for you very late degree friends. We have many things to discuss, including Jupiter changing signs, a stellium of planets in Taurus, We've got the lunar eclipse in Scorpio on May 5th at 14 degrees. We have Mars changing signs. We have Venus changing signs. So let's just get into the layers of relevance for you. All right, so the first thing that I am using to illustrate this energy of financial freedom, and of course I have to give my disclaimer here, the title speaks about the topic coming up for you. Does it mean that everyone within the sound of my voice that has cancer placements is going to have financial freedom this month? Of course not. I would never make such a claim. However, the topic of finances and getting to your freedom and what that personal freedom means to you is what we're going to talk about because that is what the stars is bringing up is the topic. And for many of you, it will actually be the outcome and that will manifest in a very literal way. And if not now, then things can happen now that can plant the seeds for that to happen in the future. Okay, so the first thing that has been going on is Mars has been in your sign. Okay, we'll talk about the financial aspect of that as it gets to the second house, but I guess I should spend a few minutes here just reminding you of what it means to have Mars in your sign because you do have a little longer of that. It only happens every couple of years. And Mars moving through your sign can give you a new vigor a new drive, new goals with your physical body, with your appearance, with how you present yourself to the world, with what you're doing, how you're offering what you what you have, your gifts, and your health, and just ambitions in general. You know, since March, when we finally got out of the retrograde phase of Mars retrograde that went on forever and the post-transit shadow period ended in March the ambition light might be flicked back on. So the combination of Mars, which is ruled by fire sign Aries um, and this first house, has been under your watery pot of cancer. Okay, hopefully bringing those bubbles up and that activity and that growth and that uh, drive, just basically, to, to do what you're supposed to do and to accomplish what you're supposed to accomplish and to take the bull by the horns and take a more active role in your experience. So you've got a little longer of that. And then we're going to have a couple of months from May into July of Mars now focusing on your finances. So wherever Mars goes, I call it the border collie of the Zodiac. It brings obsessive energy. It brings focus. It brings, you know, the drive, the ambitions, the the, the, um, vim and vigor. And sometimes this comes from inside, like you feel that inner motivation. And sometimes it comes from outside because the pressure is there and you are being forced to do something. But however it comes, now 
throughout the month, as it shifts from Cancer to Leo, it's going to go into your finances. Now, this second house is also the house that is ruled by Taurus. And you can see we have all these Taurus placements. Okay, so Mars is going into the house that has the predominance of planets in that sign right now. Okay, so that's adding all of these layers to this focus. So you can see why the topic of financial freedom would come up. We've got star goddess Astraea, transiting north node, star goddess Vesta, the sun, Mercury, the planet Uranus. Uh, we've got the big behemoth Sedna. We've got star goddess Juno. And we have Jupiter about to move into Taurus as well, plus the new moon in Taurus at 25 degrees on May 19th. Okay, so all of these things, not only are they telling a story, a story of the second house, a story of self-sufficiency, building things from the ground up, growing something from the seed up. This literally rules farming. Um, it literally rules building, you know, and, and this also very much rules your material experience, including your finances. But it's not limited, this energy that we're calling financial freedom as, you know, one of the taglines can expand beyond the material into emotional self-sufficiency. It can be, you know, spiritual self-sufficiency. It can be actually, you know, ecological self-sufficiency. Any of these things are really what's coming up in a big way. And this is especially, I mean, this is going on for everyone in the Zodiac, but this is especially accentuated for you because Mars is moving into this place. So not only is all that going on, but also all of these planets, all the ones that I listed, are all making a 60 degree angle, which is an angle of opportunity for Cancer because there are 60 degrees in between Taurus and Cancer. And so as these planets have moved or will be moving, so this is, you know, over a period of time, some of these are very long-term planet um, transits. Some of them are short-term planet transits. But during that time, it's bringing these opportunities for you to increase your financial consciousness increase your self-esteem and feeling of worthiness to earn, increasing your education that will make you more likely to be able to command more income, increasing your knowledge to be able to be more sustainable and leave a lighter imprint if that is your goal. So all of this is happening and for all of these many tourist placements that I listed, those are all opportunities like I call the ingredients on a counter where someone gives you ingredients to make a pie. So you can't say, Annie, where's my pie? You have to bake the pie yourself. That's supposed to be a pie. I realize it doesn't look anything like a pie, but anyway, so you can't say, where's my pie? The opportunities are there for you to bake your yummy pie. And you have to do something with that information, but it's all centered around this self-sufficiency and for many of you, this will result in financial freedom. Now, not only do we have all of that going on, we also have the lunar eclipse. The lunar eclipse is in Scorpio, the energy of other people's money. So all of that Taurus energy is your own work, your own income, your own you know, budget, your own spending, all of that individual. But the Scorpio energy is other people's money. So winnings, sweepstakes, lotto, government money, grant money, Anything having to do with spousal money, family money, anything like that having to do with coming from a different source other than your own work or, you know, individual earning. 
And with that eclipse, you might see news where money comes to you. Okay, so this is, um, you know, could come in the form of a bonus at work. It could come in the form of a raise. It could come in the form of an inheritance. It could come in the form of just anything that I had listed. Um, so many of you will have that experience or a side gig or something like that or a new job. So as that happens, so again, that's going to be May 5th. It's a 14 degree Scorpio eclipse, Scorpio ruling other people's money or shared resources. Also taxes, credit, debt, things like that. House could be paid off. Debt could be paid off. Credit cards could be paid off. Anything like that. So let's talk about the timeline of this Scorpio Taurus cycle. So at the end of 2021 through the end of 2023, we've got the Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle. So during this time, a lot of this energy of my stuff versus your stuff, our stuff versus my stuff, my autonomy versus our shared vision is what's being reshuffled around, okay? If you want to have some context, think back to late 2012 through late 2014. There was a similar shuffling around of individual energies and shared energies then. And then late 2002 through early 2005. Think about the type of shuffling around that went around that went on then. I often have the question, Annie, something terrible happened then. Is it going to happen now? Maybe, maybe not. But most of this, um, you know, is going to be flavored by the different stars that we have now. So even though we've got the same Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle, we don't have the same other starry lineups as we did in those times. So there isn't an identical situation that's being created here. So the odds are that there may be similar themes, but that, you know, the potentials for manifestation are endless. So eclipses bring radical endings and shiny new beginnings. They bring opportunities to clear karma at a crazy rate. So something you've been working with, a pattern, a way of being that hasn't been working for you. This is the type of energy that can crack you out of it where you look behind it and be like, wow, I went through something. But um, now, now I feel like so much is cleared and so much is opened up and the new horizons, you know, the doorways to the future are really just ripe for you to pass through. Again, this is the topic of financial freedom because the story of the money thing is just showing up in your chart all over the place. Not to mention, of course, that Pluto has recently gotten into Aquarius and Aquarius rules your eighth house of Scorpio, which rules all of the other people's money. So you can see like, and this happens very often in charts, you know, sometimes we'll see one strand of something going on. And that's one line of potential manifestation. But when you have multiple energies that feed in to tell the same story, it increases the chance of manifestation. And that's what's going on in the chart for cancer. Now, this Pluto transit is super long. You know, that's going to be like 20 years. But when you add it in to, okay, now we have the, you know, the Scorpio eclipse, Pluto Scorpio, um, Pluto's moving through the house that it rules, which is the eighth house, all the Taurus energies, which are the polar opposite of the Scorpio. They're all relating to money, you know, and it's not just money. It's how you relate in the material world. You know, some people don't feel like they belong in a world that's so material. 
And there are lines of this energy that can have to do with inner riches and really have nothing to do with actual money. You know, so it's it's more the energy of resources. And, you know, in today's day and age, resources are often linked to something financial because of the necessity for the money for many people to live. But there is there are some new options that are deepening. And so we'll talk about that now. So the 11th house, which is so predominantly, um, if you were, okay, so if you're listening to the podcast, you don't have the visual. If you want the visual, you can go to Annie Botticelli YouTube, my homepage, and look for Cancer May 2023, and then look at the YouTube version of this to get the visual. And if you're watching the visual and you're like, what the heck am I looking at? I hate this. I just want to listen to the report. You can either scroll up in the screen so that the video is off screen, but you can still hear it. Or you can search for Astro Kisses with Annie Botticelli and find me on Spotify or anywhere else and listen to the audio version. Okay, so you've got options. I am very, you know, um, trying to make everybody happy is (laughs) not ever going to happen, but I do try. So for everyone that's told me they don't want to see the chart, I've got options. For people that tell me they want to see the chart, we've got options. All right, so everybody's happy now. Okay, so back to this 11th house. If you were not looking at the chart, I will tell you what what is happening. All those Taurus placements that I listed before, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of them plus the new moon, so that's 10 placements essentially, are all in your 11th house. It's a very crowded field of experience for you. Houses are fields of experience. And this field of experience relates to community. It could be virtual, it could be in person, but it's it's a community. It's a gathering of people with like-minded goals or a shared experience of some kind. Teams, groups, organizations. So there are some new options that are have always been available, but they're opening up more for financial freedom through, we'll call it barter or exchange of things other than direct currency. Anything that you can imagine, and I'll, I'm going to talk about this in a, a different video series because Pluto moving into the sign of Aquarius, which rules this 11th house, is going to open up a whole new world of experience and potentials um, along these lines. But Cancer is getting a sneak peek here. This 11th house that's also, you know, very, so lit up for you, it also rules internet-based projects, technology, inventions, things like that. So you might have a really good idea of something that you want to bring forward to help humanity. And it could be an entrepreneurial effort as well. I call this spiritpreneurialship, where you're following your passion and doing what you're led by spirit to do in a way that helps other people and involves creation of a business that's industry for you to be sustaining yourself. So a lot of that is opening up for you. And not only is some of this energy really lit up in the short term, but Jupiter is moving into Taurus. So you're going to have an entire year of Jupiter flavoring this house and expanding it and could add to, you know, give you more friendships, deeper friendships, better friendships, feeling like you're a part of a tribe, a group of people, a community, and just expand your networking capacities. Okay, so something very exciting that's going on as well, and this can be along the same lines of the financial freedom that we talked about before, has to do with Saturn moving into fellow water sign. Okay, so any placement in a fellow water sign, 
makes a 120 degree angle with your placement. And now you've got three years from 2023 to 2026 where Saturn is at work trying to help you to do Saturnian things, which again is to navigate the material world. Okay. And so this can be very spiritual. And I actually have um, in my exclusive content portal at AnnieBAstrology.com, Annie, the letter B, astrology.com. You, and this link is underneath the video in the podcast too. Um, I have my detailed report on Saturn and Pisces, but I am going to, if it's not already, it might be available by the time you listen to this, it might not, a series on shorts, a short series on Saturn and Pisces. Okay, but I'll give you a couple of tidbits here. Saturn is a ruler of the material realms and manifestation. Pisces is a ruler of the spiritual um, zone where everything is one. And so navigating, matching, and building bridges between those places is going to be one of the missions of this transit. And because it's in such a nice angle for you, it's going to help you really bridge these gaps and bridge, bridge, build bridges, basically, between your intuition and your material experience to make your material experience more meaningful. And again, when I say material, it's not necessarily money. It's, it's like navigating through, you know, being in form, essentially. But it also could relate to your finances. So you can see all the lines of energy about this, you know, the quest for financial freedom. Sometimes financial freedom comes from just changing your perspective. And the ninth house where Saturn is moving for you for the next three years is the house of perspective. It's the house of Sagittarius. And so changing your mind about what you have could give you instant abundance. And that's, you know, that's something else that could change, you know. So we talked about many different facets of how financial fortune could be changed. And a lot of that can also have to do with perspective of seeing something a different way and then it instantly being a different way. Saturn moving through the ninth house might also mean that you're building something, building a book, building course curriculum, you know, something that's ruled by the ninth house, teaching, learning, international business, different languages, different cultures. For some people, we also travel. You're building something as it relates to your passion. So, you know, a passion project that has to do with sharing information for other people with other people that makes you feel fulfilled. All right. So something else that we have to talk about is the fact that Mercury is in retrograde and it's going to be coming out and what kind of things it's good to align your efforts with so that you work with the planetary energies and not against them. April 7th, we started the shadow period of Mercury retrograde, the pre-shadow period. April 21st, 20th, 21st, depending on your time zone, we went into retro. Okay. Between May 14th and 15th, depending on your time zone, we get out of retro. Okay. So the retro period is April 21st through May 14th or 15th. And then from May 14th or 15th through May 30th is the post retrograde transit. Retrogrades are very important to follow because they bring certain, they bring increases in certain types of experiences. And so if you know these things beforehand, you can align more fully. One thing that tends to happen is that plans get changed or called into question. Things that were secure become shaky. And that capacity to see further ahead and plan further ahead and strategize and, you know, that can disappear where you get very present moment, very, you know, and this is a nice cycle that the universe gives us for 
if we start to get out of whack where we're not in the present moment as much, we're planning and we're thinking and we're strategizing, this retrograde energy makes it hard to do that. So if we're not on our own volition pulling back and getting centered, the retrograde gives us the opportunity to do that because we can't actually see very far. Where usually if you see all these steps ahead of you and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this, it makes it so that there's a fog between you and any more than one step ahead of you. All right, so through around the first three weeks of May, it's going to be like that where you just are the spider dealing with whatever comes into your web where you're on the shore watching what, you know, the water brings up for you. Clearing out clutter, researching, wrapping up loose ends, knowing that there's going to be some confusion, being in the moment, not forcing anything, knowing things you do now may be short-term or different than you think. And if you leave yourself unscheduled, first of all, you'll have the benefit. And of course, obviously, we have to schedule certain things in life. You have family of things you have to do. But there are things you don't have to plan in May, like your dental visits, like your, you know, whatever things that you could do in April or you could do in June instead, you know, early April or June. My point is that anything you schedule in May, most of those things are either not going to happen, get called into question, or you're going to spend time on the phone or through email trying to reschedule them. So if it's not necessary, I would avoid the retrograde. If it's necessary, don't worry about it. Do what you got to do. But then as it's like May 21st and on, you know, every day we get away from that, the, the time where it went direct, it's starting to get more clarity. You can start to see, you know, um, further ahead and more information has come in for you to understand the full gravity of a situation. And of course, this is all coinciding with the eclipses that are going to be delivering crazy, in some cases, life-changing news. So a lot of that news is not going to be forthcoming, you know, there will, it will be dripped out. So if you have to do your direct related things like launches and big decisions and things that you do that you're conjuring, certain things come to us where it's like, guess what? You have to move. Okay, well, then Mercury's retro, you have to move. If you're trying to plan a move and you want it to be long-term, doing that in June may, it might be conducive to that outcome. Brand new projects, big investments, clarity, future planning, pushing, initiating. Okay, so that that energy is going to be stronger towards the end of May into June. And then we're going to have a shift into Venus retrograde shadow period and then Venus retrograde. And that's a whole other thing. So you can search for Annie Botticelli Venus retrograde and find my free resources on that. You can also go to uh, that site I gave you before, anniebastrology.com and sign up for my exclusive content portal and get my 2023 planning calendar where I go through how you can align with the natural rhythms, basically. And you have that for the rest of the year. Communication will tend to go haywire. Appliances will tend to go haywire. And this is what I mean about, you know, with the retrograde, just dealing with what comes up. All of your attention is going to have to be on the things that are happening around you. But what's good about this is that you'll leave this period having shored up things that had been developing weaknesses and you didn't even know. Like, let's say you're your washer was about to go kaput, but you didn't know that because it was under the, under your conscious level, right? It was seemed to be you to be working fine, but it had been building as a problem. And now the problem came out. That tends to happen in the retrograde. Everything is revealed. And now you have to get a new dryer. Maybe it's an expense, it's a problem, but then you get the new dryer. And then from then on for a long time, you have it and you have the benefit of it. 
So anything that comes up that you attend to, you're going to have the benefits of for a while to come. Two quick things. Um, so Saturn, is, these blessings that I was talking about will be happening for all cancers, but there is a special level of blessing for you June-born cancers um, for this year with what Saturn, the degrees that Saturn will be at, okay? But again, none of you are going to be left out of it. You can start to, to feel this, but there is a special significance for those of you who are in the early degree or June-born cancers. And then that new moon on May 19th at 25 degrees of Taurus. That's going to send beautiful opportunities for all of you. But those of you in the late degrees, so 20 to 29 degrees, the closer to 25 degrees. So that's basically like July 12th through 22nd and the closer to around, you know, 16, 17, 18 and there, the more you get the kiss from that one. If you love astrology and you resonate with how I teach and you want to learn, go to loomlife.com, L-U-M-E, life.com and see my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Course. If you think I put a lot into my free offerings, you should see what I do for my paid offerings. It's kind of crazy. So I can help you to make your astrology business uh, work. That's what I do. I'm a teacher. Okay, so... And if you've got the visual on here, you have you can see all these other sites, blog sites, places that you can go to check things out. But definitely either way, go and, and for those of you who don't have the visual, look in the notes underneath the video or podcast for the various links. But one to stand out in your mind is also is that Loom Life, L-U-M-E life.com, because that I also have free courses there, including a course on abundance. And this financial freedom is the topic for you, so you can make a lot of headway. And there are also free wellness courses there. If you go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, that is the site for the interface for all the free goodies I make you, including my email newsletter, where I will send you out early, like one month early, delivered into your inbox, a written overview of the most notable aspects and how they may play out so that you're prepared for the time ahead. I haven't been on camera very much. Um, You can see my beautiful self-portrait here. (laughs) Um, But here's a picture of me saying, have a wonderful month and see you next month. Bye.